It's official. Bryce Harper has signed a 13-year, $330 million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm Ryan Sudo, and this is my senior project first ever podcast after um, this free agency news has broken. Um, the richest contract in the history of North American sports as well. Um, I'm going to get into uh, Bryce Harper and what it means for baseball. And I'm going to be talking about the Phillies and their landscape. Uh, are they going to be division contenders now? Uh, but first, what a huge contract. I think the Phillies struck gold with this. Um, McCutcheon, I think uh, McCutcheon has a contract three years, 50-something million. And it's it's relatively uh, close to Harper now because Harper is going to be around $24, 25000000 million AAV. And that's great market value. I mean, the fact that you're getting Harper for less than $30 million a year um, in his prime is outstanding. Um, it just shows you that there weren't too many teams that were on Bryce Harper. The Cubs could not fork over the money. The Yankees didn't really have a spot for him. Uh, the Nationals weren't going to give him too much money when they already gave the money to Corbin. They have Rendon coming up in their books. Um, so the Phillies, they got, I'm going to say they got lucky because any other year, probably four or five years ago, if he was in the market, I think teams would have gone all out. Maybe the Giants, the Giants were in the discussion at the end. Um, but there's a California tax, um, which they couldn't uh, go even further for Bryce Harper. Um, yeah, it's a different it's a different era in sports now for baseball. Um, these teams are not going to spend X amount of money. And as I say this, yes, the contract is huge and it's the hugest. It's the biggest contract in North American sports. But if you look at the <laughs> AAV, I mean, that it's really like a, it's a discount, really. Um, you look at basketball contracts, you look at. Um, what those contracts are, $30-plus million for John Wall, Russell Westbrook, uh, LeBron James. Um, this is very um, helpful for the Phillies. Um, I don't think they're going to be that worried about the 13 years necessarily. Um, they're just going to worry about the next five, six years, and then they're going to go from there. Um, I would not care about the last couple years. I would care maybe... Uh, if they don't win the World Series, if they don't go far in the next couple of years in his prime. But right now, you, yeah, if you're a Phillies fan right now, you, you, can't, you, you just can't say how helpful and grateful you have to be. Um, because teams in that division are going to be challenging. You got the Braves with Acuna. You got the Mets with that ferocious rotation. Um, so the Phillies making this move. And getting a player that was in that division already and already has an understanding of what Citizens Bank Park is, it truly means a lot. And I, I sincerely I sincerely think that they're gonna be a wild card contender at least. I mean, I'm I'm still leaning towards the Braves for the fact that I love I like the rotation more and I think they're getting a couple guys in the rotation as well. Toussaint, I think um Newcomb's gonna have a better year than last year. Fulty. So I still have the Braves as the favorite right now, but don't get it twisted. The Phillies are going to be right there, and it's going to be so tough for teams like the Nationals and the Mets. And the Mets had a great offseason, and I think they're getting overshadowed right now 
because of this move. I mean, I think if the Mets got Bryce Harper, they'd be the favorites to win this division because, really, Bryce Harper is that type of player. I know he had a little bit of a down year last year, but his on-base percentage speaks for itself. He always has power. The strikeouts were a little bit of an issue. He was uh, hitting into the shift a little bit too much for his liking last year. But Bryce Harper is a smart player, and if you look at what his career has done for him right now and you compare it to Ken Griffey Jr., it's about the same from age 26 to uh, Ken Griffey's age 26 season. So I, I expect Bryce Harper to thrive in this division. Um, and I, I, people were saying, oh, go to L.A., take that four-year, five-year deal. Um, and I was like, you know what? If, if you're in that same division, you get the money, you know, show me the money, you know, that Jerry Maguire used to say, um, and you just go for it. I mean, I think the Phillies are in that win now, win now mode and you just, you're a Boris Kleins, you're going to take the money. You're not going to, uh, go with four years, five years. And I, I understood, I understood the point where the Dodgers could maybe give him 40, uh, million a year. But what if um, Bryce has down years with the Dodgers and then he gets to free agency and then the teams are not even are basically looking at him like he's uh, he's nothing. Um, a lot of these teams do that. You know, you could be looked at as one of the best players in baseball. And then two years later, you have no market. That's what happens. That's life. I mean, that's basically Josh Donaldson right there. Josh Donaldson, three, four years ago, if he was in the market, he would have been the most valuable uh, piece um, to get in for agency. And right now, I mean, he got a one-year $20 million contract, I think, with the Braves. Um, but it's only one year. It's not four years, five years, six years. No one's going to put that much um, on a player that's a little bit older where if Bryce goes into free agency and he's 31, 32, and he really didn't accomplish what he wanted to accomplish and he deteriorate, deteriorated a little bit, teams are going to be a little bit worrisome and you look at it for Bryce Harper he's done he's he's basically he's that's it 13 years he's going to be uh 39 I think so he's covered I mean he can basically uh play these next eight to ten years at an elite level I think he will I think by age 34 is when you're going to start to see a little bit of a decline um but it would have been better for him if he could be a DH at the end at the last couple of years. Like a team like the Yankees would have definitely loved having Harper uh, being a DH in the last couple of years. But um, you never know. I mean, Manfred has been trying to change the game for a while. So maybe they're going to put a DH uh, at the end of Bryce Harper's contract. 13 years is a long time. I mean, that's what, 2032? I mean, it, it's insane. It's a contract that you just you don't you, – you look at it and you don't think it's real. Um, so, listen, Harper got what he wanted. Um, he, I think he would have liked um, more interest. I, I mean, of course. I mean, he definitely would have liked more interest. I mean, I was dumbfounded um, that teams were not as interested as, as, I, as I thought. Um, it, it's really interesting, and I think the baseball landscape has really come down to tanking and trying to get a better pick and trying to get a better farm system. And I loved what the Padres did. What the Padres did was they have a great farm system and they're not going to wait for that farm system to come up and then get a 
uh, franchise piece. They're, they're going to say, you know what, Manny's going to help our, our kids. He's going to help our kids grow, okay, and he's going to teach them what to do, what not to do. Now, I understand the whole uh, other conversation of Machado's not a great teammate and all that. Listen, I think he's um, he's basically, I think he's very misunderstood. I think he's pretty much the Odell Beckham of baseball. I think what Machado gives you is a lot of attention, a lot of media attention that baseball doesn't want. Well, I think that's, I think that's BS. I think you want to have this type of guy in your league. You don't want to have just everyone being nice. You got to have someone that, um, is willing to do whatever. Um, he's not going to like, I know he got into a fight with Yardano Ventura, but that was instigated. Um, so you know what? You need to have that guy uh, in your league. Um, and Bryce Harper, same thing. He gets a bad rap. I don't know why people think that he's selfish and all that uh, with the whole Papelbon situation. I think Harper has been cool, calm, and collected. He, he's on advertisements. He tries to make baseball more popular. He's more popular than Mike Trout, who is the best in in all of baseball. So I think both of them were a little bit controversial. I think more so Manny. But this free agency was talked about for the last three, four years. And we wait for these two guys to be signed in February. I think it's ridiculous. I I really think it's absurd. Um, And it doesn't make it. At the end of the day, people can say, oh, they got the money. They got what they wanted. But to get it in February... To get it almost in March, I mean, that that's ridiculous. Um, it, it's insane to think. Um, and there's still guys out there. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, for instance. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Um, so it, it, it's really, you're not seeing this in any other sport. In football, frenzy happens in a blink of an eye and all the best players are gone. Baseball needs to do something about this. I don't know if it's a free agent deadline. I don't know if they should... Um, talk about collusion I have no idea all I know is that something needs to change and it's really it's come down to a lot of teams just not going for it and not um, putting money where their mouth is and instead putting that money to guys that are in their late 30s giving them one year two year deals when everyone knows that they're not the same player Um, so it's really if you're a fan of let's say the Oakland Athletics or uh, the Seattle Mariners, you know, you always know you're not going to get that guy. You just know. Um, well, maybe not the Mariners because they got Cano a couple years ago. But you know what I mean. The Cincinnati Reds, all those guys, all those teams, um, they can never seem to get those big-time free agents. And it's really crazy. And I, I give a lot of props to San Diego because San Diego has never done this type of move, um, especially when they're in a division with the Dodgers. And the Dodgers just had Manny Machado both times. Same player in the same division. So I, I really like um, what uh, those two teams did. They took advantage of the of the uh, market, and they didn't rush. I know I, I was saying that, uh, you know, these teams didn't rush, but I, I, the, what, what else can the Phillies do? I mean, there was a lot of teams that were not interested. So what the Phillies did was like, you know what, we're not going to bid against ourselves. And they waited, and finally the, the Giants came along. Um, the Yankees were never interested. Um, the Nationals, they took their time, but they were like, no, never mind. Um, so the Phillies did the right thing at the end of the day. Um, and they said, we're going to spend stupid money. And they finally did it. They finally did it. And I don't even think they're done. I, I actually think that the Phillies are going to sign uh, Dallas Keuchel. Um, so they can, they can have Nola 
uh, Arietta and then Keiko, uh, and then a couple other uh, pieces in that rotation. Um, so I, I definitely like this Bryce Harper move. Um, I definitely see the Phillies being in the playoff conversation. Um, I was not a fan of them last year from the get-go. Uh, before the year people were loving them they were loving their farm system and i was like the phillies are going to be nothing but an 80 and 82 team they're going to it's going to take a couple years for them to sprout and sure enough that second half of the year the phillies just did nothing the mets were better than the phillies in the second half then finally this free agency they uh did what they had to do and the mets did what they had to do as well um the only team that hasn't done anything is the miami marlins those are one of those teams that are just uh um, just putting all of their uh, troubles, you know, aside, and they're actually like they're doing. I don't know what the hell the Miami Marlins are doing, um, but you got to hand it that division is the best division in baseball because there's so much parity. Um, you're not seeing that in the AL Central. The AL Central has just the Indians, and then a lot of teams just half going for it, half not going for it. The Royals are completely just rebuilding the White Sox are rebuilding the twins are halfway doing it I mean they have a decent farm system and they could be a 500 team but the Indians are the only team in that division that can cause harm um, the AL West has has a couple teams but the the NL East is that team is that division that you want to look at the whole year um, and you're going to be seeing that opening day you're going to be seeing uh, Scherzer against DeGrom um, so I love this move by the Phillies with Bryce Harper. And now I, I really am looking forward to the baseball season. I mean, finally, I mean, this whole free agency period has been nothing but talk, um, nothing but just talking heads on MLB Network saying the same thing, just regurgitating things over and over again. It can only get you can only take so much of it and you can only watch so much of it. So I'm glad that all of this has been over. Um, and Harper, I, I think he's going to win an MVP, not maybe not this year, but next year, he's definitely going to be winning an MVP with the Philadelphia Phillies in the future. All right. This is Ryan Snudo. I'm going to be talking about predictions in the next podcast. I'm going to be discussing, um, a couple of, uh, baseball changes that Manfred is implementing. I'll be talking about that as well. So thank you for listening and, uh, stay tuned for the next uh, podcast.